Hello and welcome to Avio's Journey. This is episode number 153 of this crazy podcast that's all about helping the new and upcoming voiceover artists grow their business and sidestep all of the crazy things that I seem to step on. I have a lot of great information to you today. I just got off of a call with Fiverr and the, as many of you know, I am in the seller success program and I just got off with my Fiverr rep and uh, lots of questions and things to talk about and things that uh, is are even new to me. All right, let's do it. This is VO's Journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. All right, so I am super excited to be coming to you with this podcast episode today. So, um... About, uh, I don't know, about six months ago, uh, six months ago, my seller success coach from Fiverr, and this is something, so basically the seller success program is a program that you get invited to by Fiverr for uh, whatever, you know, whether it's your sales or your customer reviews or, you know, whatever criteria they use, it's a it's an invite. It's like an invite only um, program, and if you are a t- if you are a pro seller, you are in the program, and there are uh, there are, there are many top rated sellers in the program. But I was uh, invited to this program about almost a year ago, and it was through this program that allowed me to make the jump to top rated seller quickly. And I had a success coach at the time and really helped a lot. I mean, really transformed my Fiverr business. And then as uh, time went on, he uh, left Fiverr and went to somewhere else. And I was uh, they, I was kind of in limbo with the seller success program like everybody else was for about five or six months or so. And then uh, I got contacted the other day from Chris, who is my new Fiverr seller success rep. So I am super excited. I had a meeting with him today. We did a Zoom chat and I actually got to uh, speak with him, you know, and and, uh, see his face and he saw my face and we got to speak live with each other. And that was really awesome. And I just got to uh, talk and answer or ask a whole bunch of questions and a whole bunch of things. So I want to share some of those things with you uh, um, that, you know, I talked to him about. So as many of you know, I had first off um, seen a, a, a about a 50% dip from January from December to January and February and going back I had um, done a couple of things that had changed some of my business but uh, the so so why I saw that dip and some things that I noticed that he pointed out to me uh, was that um, my conversion rate, in January and February had actually gone down three to four percent. So my normal conversion rate is between four to six percent. And the conversion rate uh, basically stands for how much, uh, how many times someone views you, like how many impressions you have 
uh, compared to how many orders you get. That's the conversion rate. And my conversion rate uh, dropped down to like one, one and a half percent in January and February. And that caused a big uh, dip in numbers. And he let me know that the algorithm takes into account your conversion rate. And that was a question that many of the people I work with, we've had, because you know, the those algorithm people in Fiverr, it's like uh, straight up, you know, quantum physics or something going on with the algorithm is you never could break that darn thing or figure it out per se. But, you know, we know certain things like, uh, you know, what metrics they might use uh, to consider. We don't know how they're weighted or how much they, you know, um, go into the overall factor, but we know they do. And one of those metrics is the conversion rate. And, you know, my conversion rate had dipped by by 4%, which was really drastic. And at the time, you know, well, well, looking back on it, I really don't even know why it dipped other than I can say that I made a big change with my audiobook, uh, my audiobook gig. As many of you know, I actually deleted it because I, I was so busy and I, I wanted to get away from doing audiobooks for a while. And, you know, that had changed some things as well as what had happened was is when I changed my pricing with the audiobook gig, it changed uh, probably my conversion rate. And what I noticed was is that while I had that there, I was getting lots of views from my, uh, you know, and this is this is really interesting stuff, guys, because this is important. And I, I didn't know these, you know, really think about these things. But I was getting lots of views from my audiobook gig, but I was getting no orders. And I wasn't getting orders because I had taken my audiobook gig and changed the pricing so that people couldn't go on to my audiobook gig and purchase it right and get a discount because if you know with audiobooks we have to price that way differently than a commercial voiceover so anyways uh, i had i had that up and i was getting a lot of um a lot of impressions but i was not getting uh, any um any work from that and that was that was a big issue so i you know had canceled that and that was probably within the last uh, probably within the last month or two. And what I found was there was a dip in that conversion rate. And that really dropped my numbers down quite significantly because, you know, as at a point I was making between six to $10,000 a month on Fiverr, which dropped me down to between three to $5,000 on Fiverr, right? Just from the drop in numbers, because, you know, where we can look at my impressions were around, you know, 30, 40 40, you know, and sometimes 50,000 impressions a month, literally down to six, you know, six, five, 6,000 impressions. Okay. And I mean, just, I mean, we're talking, that is a huge, a huge dip, right? So at this point, as, as this has gone on, all right, my conversion rate has now gone way back up and what I've done I I added a new gig which is a deep and conversational video narration voiceover gig and that one is beginning to really get traction it's starting to take off I'm getting uh, many orders from it and it's only been live for a little over a month and it's already almost close to 3,000 impressions 
for 30 days. So that's a big deal. Whereas my main gig has gone back up to 10,000 impressions for the past 30 days. And the numbers are starting to show back green because I could tell you for like two months, it was straight red arrows across the board. And it was very disturbing because I wasn't really fully aware of why that was happening. I wasn't aware at all. You know what I mean? I thought that it had to do with the season. And and it's true that that has something to do with it. But I think there was more to it. And that conversion rate, rate was really big. Now, here's another thing. Uh, I talked about some other things. I've always been a big proponent of learn courses and I wanted to find out about the learn courses. And, you know, I talked more to, uh, I talked to Chris about that, you know, and he let me know that as of right now, it it's not apparent that the learn courses have anything to do with a boost in the past. It, it seemed like it did, but at this current moment, it does not, which is not necessarily anything new because we've all expected that. And I can tell you over the last, uh, again, couple months, there was a change in those learn courses and in the algorithm, uh, which, you know, I had depended heavily on boosting my work. But that changed, so that has been taken away. They're no longer using Learn Courses to boost. Another thing uh, that he pointed out to me, that the uh, Fiverr's popularity, as we know, has just been growing um, exponentially. And that the more people they find that are coming on Fiverr, that a lot of people, you know, the the, the less buyers or they're, they're trying to keep you know, funneling more buyers in order to keep up with the amount of sellers that are coming onto the platform, right? So with that being said, there is this idea that, you know, there's many people who've been on for years and years and three years, four years ago, they were making a lot more money necessarily than they are now. And the reality is, is there's just a lot more talent and a lot more top-notch talent coming to Fiverr. Uh, Does that mean we should be nervous about that? No, because I think the more that that happens though the more that you know fiverr again becomes even more and more legitimized and that means the higher prices that we'll be able to charge now we talked about that as well also about the idea that fiverr is still in that massive transition from you know the old type of 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 uh of dogma with fiverr that you came to get something cheap to you know you come to fiverr to get uh top quality products at you know an affordable price but not a cheap price and i think that is that is something that we've talked about in the past but it is important to recognize that you know we want to continue to work our way up and we talked about pricing and uh you know the the reality is with pricing is that you know he talked about uh you know to make sure that you're not under you know with what you have with your reviews and everything for me you know i'm in a different place than many than many of you are so you know you have to look at where you are but we did talk about the back end like commercial rights and broadcast rights and these are places to try out some changes with your with your pricing, right? Like raising prices on the back end a little bit, maybe not changing prices on the front end. Or if you do, and I've been a big advocate of this, only change in $5 increments, right? We've talked about that. Now, I've also been a big advocate of saying, I don't, I I would rather you not change your pricing 
if you are you know not seeing tons of work but if you are okay with the workload that you have you know you could maybe play around with that so what i have done is i have increased my commercial rights and my broadcast rights by $5 so for the longest time i've been charging $25 for commercial rights and $50 for broadcast rights i've raised that to $30 for commercial rights and $55 for broadcast rights we also talked about the average selling price how important your average selling price is to your ranking in Fiverr. So making sure that you are trying to do everything you can to inch that up, meaning that you are trying to upsell your customers. We just talked about commercial and broadcast rights. That's a big thing. Uh, so trying to make sure that your back end, meaning that when someone purchases from you, the requirements page is filled out properly. By the way, if you've not had a chance to purchase my uh, shameless plug, if you not had a chance to purchase my Fiverr gig, the reason why my Fiverr um, course was because I, I was it was just popping into my head about all the different steps you take to put up a, a good gig. Uh, that you know it's it's on there and it's very helpful to making sure that when someone purchases from you the requirements page, you have filled out everything. That is one of the most underutilized pages on Fiverr, and I think you really need to dive into that and make sure that that. That is something that you are uh, constantly working on getting better at and making sure that your customers and they buy from you know exactly what they need to do and what they need to order. Okay. Uh, so we talked about that. We talked about kind of um, the surveys. So this is something else he brought up. Now we can't see this number, but when someone purchases from you, right? If you've ever per well here, let me let me go this route. If you've ever purchased something from Fiverr, you know that when you're on Fiverr, you purchase something. Once it is delivered and you com you're, it's completed you get a survey sometimes asking, you know, were you satisfied with the products and everything? And uh, we talked about that and he looked at my see my data because we can't see that data. That's an internal piece. He said, mine was fantastic. Everyone was extremely satisfied with my work and it, it looks really good. But that is something also that you have to take in consideration because that is internally also plugged into the algorithm. So again, when you when your conversion rate goes down, that is an issue. Now, this is, again, um, this is a big challenge. And, and I want to dive further into this conversion rate thing because I have always been a, a, a big proponent of, you know, putting up more gigs in order to get more work. And that is still not a bad thing. However, if we look at it from the standpoint of a conversion rate, okay, this is like a tightrope, okay? This is like a, 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 a definite tightrope a tight, a tight that you have to walk. And what I mean by that is, is that if you don't put up enough gigs, especially when you're starting out, you're not going to be found. However, if you have up too many gigs that aren't selling, then your conversion rate is really going to affect your uh, rankings and, and, you know, your impressions, which is the, you know, which is honestly the blood of everything. You've got to have those impressions. He also, he, you know, so, so that, so that is something that, um, 
I, you know, I, I have to go back and say that putting up gigs is important. You not, you need to put up as many as you can. However, don't leave them there if they are not working. And I would, I would really venture to say, uh, no, you know, two weeks or three weeks to a month or so to see if a gig is starting to pick up traction. If you are getting any orders, if you have put up a gig and you have not received an order in a month, you need to take that down or you need to work on, you need to work on it. Uh, you know, you need to work on improving that gig or removing it and adding something else. Uh, so here's the thing. There's another, there's another thing that we talked about. We talked about three points of sales for Fiverr. The first point is impressions. You know, that's, that's working on getting seen. And that is when we're dealing with, you know, your title and your tags, et cetera, et cetera. That is, that is what, you know, uh, can, uh, upfront affect you, you know, where you come up in the rankings, right? Um, the second part is your, um, you know, getting people to actually stop and look at you, all right, which is your picture. You know, we, we taught, you know, it's so funny and, and I'm so glad I had this conversation with Chris because you know me, I harp all the time on your picture, how important your picture it is. And, you know, and, and all that stuff, you know, and he was like, he was like, you know, your stuff looks great. I love your branding. It's perfect. But you have that one gig where you don't even have your picture on it. And that's my audio. That's my ACX editing gig. And he's like, look, he's like, even music, even in music and all this stuff. I mean, you know, they want to see your picture on there. And it's so funny to have someone else tell me that when I preach that to everybody else. And it was, I was very happy he told me that because, you know, a lot of times it's easy to forget these things. You know what I mean, and uh, so it was just it was it was good to hear him and talk to and him to talk to me about that and how important that is and the data that he has, you know that that reinforces the importance. So you know that was something too is is the picture. You know the second point is the picture. Does your picture grab someone enough in order to stop them to click on you? And then the third point is when they click on you. And, and, and I've been talking a lot about this lately in, rev- in gig reviews, because, you know, I offer gig reviews that, you know, how is your sales copy when they click on you and they go to your, your, your gig and they go inside and they look at your description and everything. And, you know, what is, is pushing them over the top to purchase? You know, what are you have, what do you have in there that pushes them over the top? So something he recommended to me, and this is funny because I've never put it, even though I've worked with. BMW. Now I've worked with Jeep and, and I've, I've worked with, you know, Ford dealerships and I've, I've worked with Polo and I've worked with, um, the boys and girls club of America and Ascari and, and, um, you know, all these different places, right. Uh, circle K, all these, these just different stores and stuff. He was like, you know, you got to put that in there, you know, see, so as a top rated seller, I have a portfolio. But the thing is, is that to get to my portfolio, they have to actually go into my gig. You know, they've got to do some searching. It's not like they're going to just stumble upon my portfolio first. So if they go into my gig in the description, right, he told me that it's a big deal to put in your description what you are actually uh, or who's you've, who you've actually worked with because, you know, that, it, again, it legitimizes you even more. As we talked about in the past, it's that checklist, right? You want to help people with that mental checklist. So that was really neat. And by the way, that's not something that I had been doing. So I went into my gigs and I added that and in, in to the places that I felt were important, like in my commercial gigs and my video narration gig. 
Uh, so we're going to see. So I made some changes today to my gigs. I, I made some changes to the description based on his recommendations, and I made some changes to pricing based on his recommend recommendations. But the pricing I changed was on the back end, which commercial rights and broadcast rights uh, for $5. Now, remember, during this time, because we are, you know, because of the virus and all these things, you know, I have, and like I've told you, you know, I have put out that if someone comes to me and they want to work with me, but they are struggling to be able to pay the full price, like commercial and broadcast rights, I might waive those just to be helpful during these tough times. Okay. That is our prerogative. But, you know, again, those, those back end costs, that's where we make the bulk of our money. That's where we go from, you know, Fiverr being this cheap platform to Fiverr, you know, you charging, industry standard rates on Fiverr. Do you see what I mean? And that's where you get to it. So anyways, it was an extremely productive meeting today. We talked about some other things. Uh, for example, we talked about podcasting. And, you know, I told him that, you know, uh, I have a podcast, but I've, I was always interested in helping out with the Fiverr podcast. And he went ahead and reached out to Fiverr and they got back to him and let him know that, as of right now, they are not uh, pursuing it, but if they do bring it back, they will definitely look at working with me. So, you know, that was something that was really cool to at least, you know, talk about. Um, and, but, uh, but, but as of, but no matter what happens, a VO's journey podcast will always keep going. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to, pad uh, some of the video work. If you've been paying it um, on a side note, if you've been paying it, I have so much stuff to tell you guys. If you've been paying attention to the videos, I it's interesting because my the videos on YouTube, on the VO's journey on the YouTube channel and, and the lives every day, you know, they've done well for a long time, but whatever's going on, and it's so funny, right? Because it's just like, it's almost like Fiverr, when, you know, I'm seeing a huge drop in the numbers of people viewing the live videos, whereas the published videos, like I make a video and then I publish, the, I put it on there, that's not live, those seem to do so much better than the live videos. And I, I'm not sure if it's a, if it's a, um, a thing where the notification system is going slower because there's so many people uh, using the platforms, which could be something. So uh, I, it's just something to that that's that's remaining interesting to me, and I'm gonna uh, keep playing with it. But I'm gonna keep trying to make sure that I I post some of those videos that I'm doing on the podcast as well, because I know many people always um, ask me, say, Anthony, I don't watch the videos, but I really like the podcast. You know, if you could put those on the podcast, that would be helpful too. And I know I have some empty slots on my podcast right now where I'm not doing it every single day. So that might be something that we could look at to make sure that you have constant content, uh, you know, uh, content so that you can listen if you don't watch the video or if you just want to listen it to a different way instead of pulling up YouTube. So listen, and I thank you guys so much. If you have an opportunity, uh, I would really, really appreciate you leave a review over on iTunes or Spotify or Pocket Cast or, you know, wherever else you listen to this. And um, again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, th hopefully this helps you out. Listen to this a couple of times because there's some really good information I got from Chris. And uh, I'm so glad I got to pass it on to you. All right, you guys have a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday. I will talk to you soon. Peace.